This is a Federal News Network podcast. As national security threats seem to multiply constantly, nuclear nonproliferation remains an abiding priority. Now there's a new guy at the helm of the National Security Sciences Directorate, part of the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Associate Lab Director Dr. Mo Khalil joins me now. Dr. Khalil, good to have you on. Good morning, Tom. Good to be with you. The National Security Sciences Directorate, where does that fit into this whole, there's a lot of agencies that impinge on nuclear nonproliferation across the government. You're a unit at Oak Ridge National Laboratory. How does that all fit into the architecture here? We are actually the leading lab in the nuclear fuel cycle science. So Oronel works up to enhance our nonproliferation detection capabilities to outpace the adversary's ability to conceal illicit production, theft, sabotage of nuclear materials. So we actually are engaged in all aspects of nuclear nonproliferation uh, to support the National Nuclear Security Administration, NNSA, the State Department, um, and the Defense Threat Reduction Agency. Uh, so we look at we work on the complete nuclear fuel cycle. We do a lot of R and D, but we do a lot of other other support. We also lead the non-proliferation stewardship program to ensure the continuity of facilities, uh, equipment, and human capacity in the fuel cycle R and D for non-proliferation. Oak Ridge uh, also, Tom, uh, does a lot of work in terms of assisting in international treaty obligation. Verification to ensure member states are in compliance with the with the agreements. There is more work we do in safeguard and 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 so on. What are the big scientific challenges these days? I mean, there's lots of geopolitical challenges around the world. You can rattle off a bunch of them with respect to nuclear and nonproliferation. But what are the scientific challenges or the research challenges? Nuclear detection and fuel. I think, you know, there is a lot of uh, upcoming new technologies, advanced manufacturing, uh, a lot of centrifuge technologies, and we're building actually at Oak Ridge a lot of capabilities in the area of detection, Uh, you know, looking at centrifuge processes and how we model these and how we can actually, you know, detect them and detect these uh, these capabilities elsewhere, but uh, advancing, you know, a lot of uh, new uh, capabilities. So it sounds like you need to, the United States needs the ability to detect where nuclear fuel might be manufactured and then also be able to detect it in motion, say, from one country to another, from one entity to another. True. And, you know, we're working a lot on building these capabilities, especially, you know, data sciences, artificial intelligence capabilities that go along with uh, building a new sensing capabilities. But what has changed in sensing? I mean, isn't nuclear fuel basically the same as it's been since the dawn of the atom splitting? Well, but there's a lot of modalities of sensing that you can bring together and you can actually generate lots of data, and a lot of information is really in the lots of data. We used to do a lot of data reduction, and you miss a lot. So, so there is a new emerging, you know, data sciences capabilities and artificial intelligence, different communication capabilities that you can bring together to actually enhance our detection and sensing capabilities. Yeah, maybe draw that out for us a little bit, because I'm thinking of the fact that 
because it's radioactive, the fuel is detected with instruments that can detect the isotopes flying off, I guess. I'm at the edge of my scientific knowledge here. A lot of this stuff, uh, Tom, it can be satellite uh, imagery. It can be uh, thermal signatures. Uh, so it's not really in nuclear per se, but there's a lot of other um, you know, uh, sensing capabilities. When you bring them together, they tell the story. And give us a sense of the size of the staff and the kinds of facilities you have here to develop these data sciences and detection sciences. Well, Oak Ridge National Lab is, uh, is about uh, 6,000 uh, staff. About half of them, uh, you know, are um, they're doing research, uh, well, advanced degrees, PhDs, and so on. The lab's uh, annual uh, operating budget is about $2.4 billion. We're really, uh, Oak Ridge, its heritage is in nuclear. Uh, in a lot of ways. So we have a lot of nuclear capabilities from fission to fusion to non-proliferation. You know, uh, the first continuously run reactor was done here at Oak Ridge National Lab. So we bring our simulation capabilities. We actually have, uh, hopefully soon, the world's fastest computer called Frontier. Uh, We bring these capabilities, you know, together to be able to address the challenges that the national security is facing. We're speaking with Dr. Mo Khalil. He's the Associate Director for the National Security Sciences Directorate at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. And we have been talking about the nuclear security, nuclear nonproliferation, but in the announcement of your new job, you're also looking at biosecurity, cybersecurity, and grid security among some of the domains. So what are the issues in grid security these days? Well, uh, I think, uh, you know, our electrical grid uh, in the United States is the most complex machine that we have, you know, and, uh, you know, with with time, especially with near net zero or, or negative carbon emissions, we're going to be doing a lot of distributed generation on the electrical grid. We are going to have charger, charging uh, capabilities, uh, charging, you know, on the highways and charging in homes. So now the attack vector, the number of points you could attack the electrical grid, especially nation states, is going to be much, much larger. And and so we're all going to count on that. So the security of the electrical grid is going to be a challenge, you know, for us. But this is some challenge we need all to rise to work together to address it. Because grid security can be a cyber issue. Someone can bring a station down and so on. It's also a physical issue because you can have destruction of wires and towers and most of the grid is above ground right. in the United States. Right. And then it's also kind of a power reliability security issue. So you've got a lot of different vectors think, of security. I think, I think uh, Tom, the big challenge really, in, in, in my opinion, is the cyber attack. You know, uh, nation states or, or, or uh, certain individuals can actually sit there and uh, be in our systems, uh, do a lot of reconnaissance uh, for quite some time, understand what we are about, and, and attack the most critical uh, parts of our, our system. Uh, so, so, you know, we really need a, you know, one, one option is to get the uh, communication and controls of the electrical grid off of the public Internet. That may not be, you know, easily uh, done. The other is really to build operational centers, regional operational centers across the United States where agencies uh, and utilities and entities like us 
work together to build the right capabilities such that we can actually monitor things in real time, especially, you know, in new kind of malware or attacks, right? And I think these are two two very critical uh, things, you know, we can, we can think about, but there's a lot of science capabilities that needs to be built because you have to sift through lots of data to be able to figure out that needle in the haystack, right? And it's a critical. And by the way, of course, you can't do much damage to the electrical grid from a wall socket. But what about these charging stations you mentioned? And there's going to be millions of those eventually. Are they ways into the grid? Do we know? Yes, I think so. They're going to be connected, right? So, so it's extremely too important to build, uh, you know, security at the beginning. And I think, uh, Tom, there's a lot of physical systems that we deal with. We talk about the 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 charging, but also the cars. If we're going to have autonomous cars in the future, and I hope we do, okay, you know, then we need to bake in security. And so cybersecurity of any physical system is going to be extremely, extremely important. All right. And uh, while we have you, I wanted to just ask about you personally, because you started out, I'm again looking at your bio, as a mechanical engineer. I think of bridges and towers, uh, metal structures with rivets and soldering. But uh, how did you get into this type of work that's data-related, non-mechanical, also in the federal domain? Well, I I mainly, uh, you know, worked a lot on modeling and simulation. And uh, I worked on modeling and simulation of new materials for the next generation vehicles. And in doing so, I got into high-performance computing. This is, Tom, the beauty of our national labs. You know, you bring talents, you know, from different backgrounds. People work together. We learn from each other, and we embark on new journeys. And, you know, I was a Pacific Northwest National Lab, and I led a division called Computational Sciences and Mathematics, and I actually co-founded an institute at the University of Washington in Seattle called the Northwest Institute for advanced computing. I think uh, our our labs, you know, offer us these opportunities and so we can contribute in a variety of ways. It's a hell of a journey, Tom. It's a great journey. And being an associate lab director of, and there's hundreds of people, and as you mentioned, billions of dollars, do you get a chance to do some science of your own? I did uh, for quite some time, but I think, you know, as leaders of the organization, we get the joy to interact and work with people, advice and so on. So although we're not doing, you know, uh, all the stuff by hand, uh, we're always there and working together. And that's, again, one of the beauty about Oak Ridge National Lab. We're, we're a big family. We work together and we're fully engaged. Dr. Mo Khalil is Associate Director for the National Security Sciences Directorate at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. You have a great day. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows. What makes Wayne State the college of choice? With over 130 programs of study, it's the smart choice with more opportunities to help define your future. It's the bold choice with high-quality hands-on learning that will transform you into a career-ready, in-demand graduate. And as the region's lowest-cost bachelor's degree, it's the affordable choice, including scholarship opportunities available to everyone. See why more students make Wayne State College their first choice. Get started at explorewaynestatecollege.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, 
always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.